Welcome back to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast. My name is Bruce, the producer of the White Gray Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. Hello, hello. This is the Weekly Manga Book Club, where we talk about the latest currently published Japanese manga. This week, we are talking about the dumbest and most mentally divergent of pairings, Asa and Denji, in Chainsaw Man, Chapter 135. We're going to talk about Dandadan, Chapter 113, because it's quite literally the best thing around right now. And there's a brand new manga, just like all the old manga, Dead Rock, from our incredibly prolific mangaka, Hiro Mashima. Let's jump right in to Chainsaw Man because this has got people talking because this is a fun, funny chapter that yeah, it was uh, hilarious chapter. Yeah, that drove a lot of stuff forward. Um, I mean, first of all, it starts with this incredibly funny uh, reaction to what's on TV. The TV report is, oh, here's this guy coming coming forward claiming to be Chainsaw Man who uh, has all these honorable reasons for being chainsaw man and defending people and asa pretty immediately is like no she literally says there's no way this stand-up guy is chainsaw man <laughs> yeah uh she she knows that chainsaw man is a fucking moron <laughs> I, yes uh, i love that i mean it was only 10 or so chapters ago that he she asked why he does what he does and he was like i do it for sex and so <laughs> yeah she says it here it's like chainsaw man is stupid and crude and simple-minded and then she blushes and says but he saved my life multiple times and that's kind of the that's what's got people talking here uh i think is uh <laughs> i guess the acid denji pairing the the otp the the shippers they have a name and i is it at Asaji? Okay, usually just like mash the two names up. Okay, that's a terrible name. It's it's (laughs) like Ash. Well, I mean, because usually when you like do shipping things, right? It's like you just mash the two names together, and that's the like name of the ship. I and I can't remember what this one is. It's like Asaji or Den Denasa or something. I I I want no part of that name. They both so they both sound pretty bad. Um, (laughs) But anyways, here we've got uh, Yoru saying, how could you fall in love with Chainsaw Man of all people? And she instantly turns into a sundary and says, I have not. It's not It's not like I like him. It's just he saved me over and over again. Blushes, looks at the floor, literally. I I, I love Asa as our protagonist for part two. It, mm-hmm. I think um, it's impressive that Fujimoto uh, wrote her to be as cringe as she is. Um, She's she's just great. She, I think, super relatable in a lot of ways too. Yeah, uh, for sure. She very <laughs> much captures the awkward sort of high school age where you you know you've kind of been awkward maybe through like middle school, early high school, and now you realize you are still awkward, but you're also self aware enough to know that you're awkward. Also, yeah. I think strikes me as someone who's like. I know I'm a fuck up. Like, I know that I killed that chicken in chapter one. And that was like pretty awful. I know that like, I shouldn't be in love with Chainsaw Man. Or I shouldn't like him or whatever. She like, she's self-aware she's enough, but also a lonely not self- person too, you know, like right, right. just wants to, who wants to like, uh, to be liked in general. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very like high school mentality as well, where it's, uh, she knows she like her, disposition and predilections and all that stuff and her her faults but she also judges people around here around her like super heavily mm-hmm. um it is i i think she is such a flawed character where she's super judgy but also like it, it gets in the way of her friendships and romantic life but she can't really do anything about it or she yeah. doesn't know a solution to it um i i think that is such good writing yeah uh, i think it's she's also a great character. The, it's also the kind of like childish childish judgment she's passing on people right it isn't this like you know old person oh they're a criminal she's very like oh you're you know you like you said you liked sex and that's awkward and i judge you for that um yeah she's great i and i think the 
I think the thing that really makes Asa a a good character in Chainsaw Man as a whole is how she plays against Denji because they are very similar and also very different. They're similar in that they're both fucking weirdos. Yes. But I think Asa is intelligent and Denji is not. But she has her own set of problems, right? She has her own separate set of, like, a ton of issues. Yeah. And Denji has his own separate set of a ton of issues. Um, Well, and I think that they both... I think that they both are kind of driven by the same sort of need or want for uh, acceptance. And they both want to fit in. They both want to be well-liked. Like Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Especially at the end of part one, right? Where he's like watching on TV and sees that people love him. That's like a a pivotal moment to Denji. And we've seen all throughout part two now that he is sort of very desperate to hang on to being the to being worshipped, to being a superhero, to being a hero, to being sort of a positive influence. And we are now seeing that kind of being taken away from him. Um, and I, I think what we're going to see, because Asa and Denji are very, are similar in that regards, and maybe we'll get we'll get to it at the end of the chapter. At the end of the chapter, I think we'll see that Asa is going to um, also experience what that is like, and then that's going to, there's going to be more tension between the two, which is, tension makes for a good and exciting story. Yeah, I agree. And uh, if you think about it, like Asa and the War Devil um, get stronger the more they fight devils, like she's doing in in this chapter, as it's Mm -hmm. revealed. Um, Because uh, as devils fear them more, uh, their power increases, right? Right, yeah, which is exactly why Chainsaw Man is powerful. So, um, this. What do you think about the black Chainsaw Man versus the red Chainsaw Man? Um, I think that's on the next, let's, I want to talk about this page real quick and then we'll get to black versus red chainsaw man. Cause I want to talk about, this is maybe the funniest two pages in, is maybe all of chainsaw man. I love these two pages of, you see Asa like imagining chainsaw man saving her, but also not in like any, <laughs> instead of imagining like a, like a white knight on a, on a horse, you know, or like a, a prince, it's like chainsaw man biting through the what is it the the falling devil like chainsaw man like throwing her above and just <laughs> like his hand grabbing her wrist it's like the most awkward like oh my gosh i had a i had a human connection and it's really goofy and uh, th- finally i mean i think we've gotten a little bit of this before but this is like the funniest panels between asa and yori right who share the same body mind etc we've seen and where yori is like no flashbacks. I told you to forget it. He's like, I can't help it. They're like the memories are welling up on their own. He's like, think about it. And then we get um, the funniest, just this like this poem, just literally a poem dropped into the middle. It's like sentimental. It's like literally tightly like, as a title. It has it, like, <laughs> written by Azamitaka on there. Um, and it's just, it's so funny. Um, you, everyone should go give it a read if you haven't. Like, it's just the I, I, most. I want to know what. I, I want to know like what Fujimoto was thinking when he wrote this poem because it is just, it's comedy gold. I I freaking love. I mean, it. yeah, this seems like the kind of thing that Fujimoto probably like dug back into when he was this age and was like, oh yeah, I already like maybe he already wrote this or had something very similar written. Um, it's just very, it's very early teens <laughs> writing poetry. You know, fantasizing about a guy I like. It's just so appropriate. Like, I almost never see stuff like this, right? Even in romance, there's not like, oh, I wrote a silly, awkward poem for my... Which is like, but people the, did the that. Like, especially, especially cringe, nerdy people, you know, creative people, like, I think, like, probably, like, you and I were, right? Where it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, I wrote poetry for girls I liked, for sure. And, I like, absolutely, I did that. Uh, and it is it is absolutely cringe looking back on it, so. I, I yeah, it, it is super cringe, luckily, um when we were in high school we didn't we couldn't like record things and like youtube wasn't that big back then so oh, yeah. yep. our, our cringe moments weren't documented as much but right, uh right. yeah this, this is just uh this is just so relatable and hilarious it is and it's so funny <laughs> of like seeing a girl fighting with herself of like stop thinking about like stop being cringe and she's like i can't um, <laughs> oh it's so fun i i like asa so much she's so great um so then in the chapter, uh, Fami, Famine, shows up. 
this is another really funny. This is why this is like the funniest chapter. He's just like talking back. He's just like, can I eat this? It's like, the door was locked. How'd you get it? He's like, can I eat this? It's like, what's your deal? <laughs> Famine, what do you want? He's like, can I eat this? And they just stand there. It's just so, I don't know. Like, I I, I, I like the goofy karate pose that she's in too, with mm. like the hands. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just very funny. It's a good, it's a really good page layout to emphasize the repetition of the joke. This is like much more of a technical take here, but like the smaller sort of like, can I eat this? And then like re-emphasize with a bigger panel and then re-emphasize with a panel that's even bigger than Asa and Yoru in the last one. Um, it's like cutting back to the same, you know, the same repetition. It's just, it is a it is a perfect comedy page. I love this page. It's awesome. Oh, um, what and, a and funny f- chapter, man. Yeah, and Famine is... The other thing in this chapter, even though we get all this funny, awkward, teen love poetry stuff, um, this also gives us like a ton of plot reveal stuff that I don't know if we, I think it made sense if you were to really think about it, but I don't know if I ever thought about it because what Famine essentially reveals to Asan Yoru, which we were talking about, is that, oh, um, Asa, you're in love with Red Chainsaw Man, right? That's the dingy devil hybrid version. And Yoru, you want to kill the Black Chainsaw Man, which is the sort of full Chainsaw Devil um, Pochita version, which we saw at the end of part one. Um, the last, I don't know, 20 chapters or so, uh, there's a lot right. of that, the, the Black Chainsaw Man in there. So she essentially is like, oh, like you guys can both win. Like if you want to save the Red Chainsaw Man and you want to kill the Black Chainsaw Man, those can both be true. Uh, you just have to fight and, you know, and eventually we'll, you know, get the Black Chainsaw Man, we'll kill him, and Ninji will be free, and it'll be fine. Um, so they go and do that. They are they start doing it, I guess. Is it the very the very last pages of the chapter here? Um, I think there's a another news report. Uh, yeah, which is like there's a report that was in, Asamitaka was in the apartment building that the cockroach uh, that cockroach devil destroyed. Like maybe Chainsaw Man didn't do any of this. Maybe it was all Asa. Um, which obviously Denji is not happy with. Um, yeah. But yeah, do uh, you, you want to talk about Red versus Black Chainsaw Man? What was the what was your angle there? Oh, I don't know. I was asking you what you thought. Uh, you oh. think it's Pachita? I so well. Here's here's what I think from what we know from part one and mostly from part one. Right, is Denji's heart is Pochita, and it still is in this one because he can still turn into Chainsaw Man. However. At the end of part one, this is spoilers for part one if you have not read it. This is like <laughs> literally the climax resolution of part one. So yeah, uh, skip ahead like five minutes if you don't want to hear it. Um, literally at the end of part one, the way that he ends up trapping uh, Makima, right, is separating Pochita from his body. Um, and so he's able to he's able to do that. Now, I remember, I think that he only could do that by having the blood devil, some of Power's blood in him um, to still pump his blood. But basically, I the difference here, I think, is, is pretty obvious that when Denji turns into Chainsaw Man, it is Red Chainsaw Man. When Pochita is separate from Denji and turns into Chainsaw Man, it is Black Chainsaw Man. I think even though we saw sort of Denji as Black Chainsaw Man towards the end of part one, um... That was more he's sort of like being manipulated by Makima, right? Whenever he did that. I'm trying to remember exactly what the context of it was. Why he turned into Black Chainsaw Man? Because his mind was broken and Denji's consciences kind of went into a shell from PTSD and Pochita took over and did what he thought Denji would do, but he's a dog and a devil, so he doesn't get what humans think like. Um, But it's interesting. If this is Pochita, then you have to wonder about his kills and we know a few things about how chainsaw man kills people like he helps everyone uh according to makima from the last series he helps everyone who asks but he also kills everyone who like who asks for help uh but we also know that chainsaw man will do whatever is best for denji because chainsaw uh, pochita loves denji they so yeah their agreement is pochita is gonna help make denji happy so, right, and yeah. and vice versa. Uh, Denji's gonna show Pachita a happy life. Right. Uh, 
But so you got to wonder if it is Pochita, why is Black Chainsaw Man killing the people he is killing? Is it for Denji's sake? Is it for some other reason? I have no idea. Uh, uh, I Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. You Okay, so you think Black Chainsaw Man is the second Chainsaw Man we've been seeing in part two? Maybe. I don't know. Like that picture of Black Chainsaw Man looks like Pochita when like Denji is turned off in part one. And right. Pochita's yeah. uncontrolled. That's what... But didn't Black Chainsaw Man also save them from the Falling Devil? So I don't know. My theory might be well. Off. The other, yeah. So yeah, I think I think there's three. There's a third Chainsaw Man, right? I think there is a second. There is the sort of replica duplicate Chainsaw Man that we've seen in Part Two. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's like Dingy when he's asleep. I know that some theories think that it's like, oh, it's Dingy, but he's asleep and Pochita's is taking over. I don't think it's that. I think it's something else. There's either like a, yeah, there's either some kind of duplicate devil or some people had the idea that because the, because Chainsaw Man, if you're afraid of Chainsaw Man, that powers that devil up. But then there's also the fear of the Chainsaw Devil. I don't think that one makes much sense, but that is a theory I've heard. Um, That's I think too convoluted, I think. A yeah, little I, bit. Uh, I, yeah, I I just I think there's just somebody copying him, right? Like there's just somebody else out there, and maybe it's the uh, helping him to, uh, because he he got bailed out. Uh, Asa and Chainsaw Man got bailed out by fake fake Saw Man from uh, the Falling Devil's little void spot, and someone uh, gave Denji blood to Revan back up. In That's right. The, yeah. And but probably the same person, maybe an organization. I have no idea. Yeah, that's kind of the the last remaining mystery. I think we are pro- we're probably going to get into that. I th- I would think soon, hopefully. Um, yeah, I in my mind, there's a that's a second. That's not Denji. That's not Pochita. That's something else. Because I don't think yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like you were saying, it doesn't make sense for Pochita to to be that second Chainsaw Man if they gave him blood and they saved him from the Falling Devil. It makes more sense that that's some other entity. I don't know what they're about. It hasn't explained it, but it's an interesting mystery and mystery is a great way to keep people invested in reading. So I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, Either way. Good job. Yeah. What's your take? Let's, let's talk about the sort of the thing people want to hear us talk about. Um, what? What's your take on Asa and Denji as a couple? How, what are your feelings uh, on that? Oh, I love it. I think uh, like if, in real life, it would be terrible, right? <laughs> because they're so oh, dysfunctional. Miserable, yeah. But uh, I think for this series, it is hilarious and it works really well. I I feel like uh, they are both incredibly dysfunctional, but they, they kind of make up for each other's weaknesses, and uh, they both want the same thing. And right, I think I think that works in this manga. Yeah, uh, I, I think yeah, yeah. Them both wanting effectively to be loved. And affection. Uh, I think that's the, I don't know, match made in heaven, right? Or hell. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> For sure. No, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head, which is that narratively, As- uh, Asa and Denji make sense as a couple because they both are looking for the same thing, right? I mean, Denji, all throughout part one, um, starting. I mean, starting even at the very beginning where he's just like, I want to touch boobs. And then he touches them and it's like, eh, it's not all I thought it was going to be. Um, and his relationship with uh, with Makima, with Power, and with, oh, what's the bomb devil's name? I've forgotten already. Uh, Ray's. Um, Ray's. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I, I, I call her Ray's. But um, with those three people, especially with, especially the Ray's there in the middle, right, where... That's the kind of thing that's like, yes, this is actually what Denji wants. He actually wants someone to like to like him, to uh, be affectionate to him, to have a partner. Like, cause he again, we talked about Denji's always looking for that affirmation of he wants to be liked, he wants to be a hero, blah blah blah. That to me is all all sort of rooted all the way back in just he just wants someone, right? He just wants someone to pay attention, to care, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so even, and I think that he finds that, some of that through being Chainsaw Man. And, but I think the fact that he has to keep it a secret is what uh, what kind of 
keeps him from being completely fulfilled by that. I mean, there could be other uh, obvious kind of deep reasons of why does being famous not fulfill you completely, right? Ask ask any actor, ask any YouTuber, ask any Twitch streamer, right? Like none of them are completely fulfilled just by the number going up. So it, it's fleeting, right? Um, the dude, yeah. the dude is uh, he he's just taking a hit every now and now and then. Uh, he had what he wanted in Chainsaw Man One. He had a family, which was Power and Aki, mm-hmm. but Makima destroyed that and crushed it uh, to smithereens. And uh, now he's back to having nothing, and he is in a depression spiral. A little bit, yeah. He does have, what's her name? Uh, Makima Reborn Girl. Uh, Yeah, his, his sister. Um, Why am I forgetting? I know. Also forgetting her name. Two minutes. Uh, it'll, come, it'll come to me at some point. Yeah. Um, She's in but, the panel um, right here, but. He's also, he's very protective of her. Uh, and he's also, that's also more of a one directional relationship, right? He sort of looks out for her and cares for her. And I'm sure that she likes him and appreciates him, but it's not the same as sort of like having a partner, right? Like having a child, having the love of a child is not the same as having a love of a partner or, a, or even just someone who you can sort of be open and free and friendship and talk about all that stuff with. So, um, I, know. I, I think they're, they're probably, they probably consider each other family. But I, right. I I do think that she is also the control devil, so she is controlling his life in a variety of ways. Um, yeah, just just due to her nature, just like Fanny wanted to, like she wanted to eat first before even talking about anything because she's famine. I imagine the control devil's disposition is to be in charge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely, yeah. we can see that she's got kind of a leash on everything yeah exactly exactly but but anyway so i think that that i think that asa has the same sort of um sort of from a different path she has arrived at the same sort of i want i need someone to talk to about all this stuff i want someone to connect with um i think that not only the fact that chainsaw man has like saved her but i think the fact that chainsaw man kind of knows who she is and exists in the same realm as her and is maybe seen as more of a uh, maybe seen as like an equal, you could say, right? Whereas you know, uh, Asa and Yoru are a hybrid, mm-hmm. and so it's one of those like, okay, well, no one's gonna understand what it means for me to be a hybrid with the War Devil unless they're also a hybrid, like Denji is. So, right, I think I think that that's sort of they're both on, uh, they're both on kind of equal grounds from being hybrid devils. They both ha- kind of have this this loneliness that they they desire the acceptance of others. Denji, you know, gets it from being Chainsaw Man and being, you know, praised and talked about on TV and saving people. Um, Asa hasn't really had that, which is why I think the end of this chapter is really interesting because I think she's going to get a taste of this sort of, oh, Asa Mitaka's our hero. What if she's the hero? What if it's not Chainsaw Man? Um, instead of sort of uh, Fujimoto, instead of giving us well, here's how Denji becomes, you know, self-actualized or whatever, right? By being Chainsaw Man and saving people and being lauded for that and finding, you know, a family again. He, Fujimoto sets it up where, oh, in order for Asa to get that sort of praise and attention that maybe she wants, it has to, she's taking it away from Denji, um, which is where this tension is going to come from in the future for sure. So, but that being said, I think that this, I think that this leads to them both, uh, realizing that it's not all about the sort of praise and publicity and there's obviously more uh, but we'll have to see exactly where it goes from there maybe it ends in depression like part one who knows yeah i mean part one is was melancholy ending it wasn't all bad but it was definitely it was kind of all bad it was bad for everyone but it was well i don't know i denji got the best ending of anyone right because everybody else was dead i, I think <laughs> pretty he, much. i think i think he got the worst ending uh, that's like his nightmare, right? I I think uh, well, like even uh, be, being dead is probably preferable to him than losing everything he loved, you know? I, yeah, I know. but I mean, he a did brutal ending. I do think. Well, I, it seems really brutal, but I do think that at the end, him getting the like new little Makima, like that, I think is the very sort of like new if Makima he didn't get that, yeah, if he didn't get that, I would definitely say like, wow, Denji just lost everyone. And has to eat all this meat, and that's I, I don't know. But it's like okay, He's like but spiraling out of control here, like in this in the part two, which is why I think he got a pretty tragic ending in part one. I mean, he definitely, I definitely do not. He definitely, um, how do I say it? 
he de- we definitely saw how Denji could be fulfilled with the family, with power mm-hmm. and Aki. And then that was taken from him. So yeah. that sucks. Um, and I, yeah, I, I yeah. do think that he has some of that back with, with new little Makima. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he'd be doing this shit if he, if he felt fulfilled. No, uh, he's, I, for, he's I, for sure I, not. The dude is just fully. fucked up in a bad spot right now, eating raw yeah. cake rolling up cigarettes, used cigarettes and reselling them. It's they, so funny, by the way. I love but, that. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. So I super curious to where this goes. Um hey, watching this video, what do you think about us and Denji? Where do you think they're going? Do you think they belong together? Are they the one true pairing? Are they the ship? Leave us a comment. And on your way to leaving a comment, like and subscribe. So we'll and, do that and let us know what, what what the name is. Actually don't let us know. I don't want to know. Yeah, I it's, take it it's, back. It's Makima Reborn. Sorry for spoilers. Uh, you shouldn't be here if you're not. <laughs> spoilers for talking about the current thing. Um, cool. Anything else on Chainsaw Man? I think I'm about done. Uh, no, no. I'm looking forward to it. I thought that chapter was hilarious. Um, it, it really shows that Fujimoto has his comedy chops on track. He's yeah. He's so so very good. Um, let's talk about another another manga that's definitely got its got its chops. In a, in a row, got its sheep in a pack. It knows sheep what it's doing. I don't know. I'm just, I am absolutely rambling I, here. I, I believe that. I believe that that was an actual saying. I was just like, whoa, I learned something. Um, <laughs> Sheep's yeah, in a herd, is, maybe? Dan to Dan. It's great. Dan to Dan. Yeah, it, it, is, it is so fucking good. Uh, I, I don't know how. Um, what's this author's name? Uh, Tatsu Yukinobu. I, I Yukinobu Tatsu. I don't know how he manages to put out this kind of art week week to week it's insane this is Uh, this is i I think we talk about this probably every time we talk about uh dan to dan every two or three months how is this weekly if this was monthly i would be like wow this is wow what a you know crazy like like berserk was monthly right for a long time it's like yeah yeah monthly series yeah 30 pages of that level of art sure and this is like 24 pages of amazing art every week it would, like without missing, I think he took what was it last week off, right? It was like the first week he had taken off in like years. That wasn't yeah. a uh, like a, a jump holiday or whatever. Yeah, and and you can you can uh, slowly click through these because there's no specific panel I wanted to point out because they're all just fucking great. Yeah, uh, the character design. I, I also love this main alien guy, the big bads uh, yeah. design. It is so freaking cool because he and we said this like a while ago. He is. Uh, the typical gray alien, but with like this Egyptian beam, um, with like like his armor. I, I don't know. It's it's just so. It's very cool. Yeah, the the aliens all have a very. I guess the imagery overall is a very sort of like, mech like Mexico City Tenochtitlan Egyptian pyramid type thing. That's all. That's very cool. That's oh, the that's design true, here yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, either, either way, uh, we get, we get a climax to our big fight with the big bad where Okarin shows up again. Uh, yeah. And does his and awesome, like, I love this too, because I telephone no sucker. Use. Yes. Uh, sucker for good action paneling. And Dan to Dan is the second best after one punch man who is just unrivaled. Um, but yeah, this is, this is so cool. Cause it's like the first page it's Okarin is like, boom, into the into the telephone pole, out of the telephone pole with an attack. And he just, like, does it now. That's just, like, he just has, he just moves like this now. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm glad it wasn't, like, a one-off thing um, just for convenience, and it's actually utilized uh, within the scope of the series. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I also love how, um, uh, and I don't know if this panel is in here, but uh, the alien uses uh, his distortion. He, like, cuts out spaces in time. I've got it right and, here, yeah. Uh, the effect he uses. Um, there was another panel. I, I recommend you guys. Just it was an earlier chapter. One, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fast read because it's all action, but he, it, it's a really cool effect. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, it, it, and it's also like, uh, what, what is? What would you call it? Is it framing? Like uh, the characters, like uh, position and anatomy and like body movement for dramatic effect like like you're talking like the yeah you're talking like posing and, yeah. posing and blocking yeah 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 uh, it's just it's just all works 
yeah, I mean, his, the, yeah, the poses and stuff have always been, like, awesome, but, yeah, it's Man. very, again, this is another reason why Yukinobu is such a good action artist, is just the sort of, like, dynamic, no one's ever just standing, no one's, I want to say, there's not a whole lot of just, like, flying on an empty background, oh, there's a little bit of it, but, um, yeah, I, it's just really cool. I love that they, I love that they call out the, oh, there's like debris in the, the guy's back and he's using this like, you know, erase, uh, whatever the movie you're talking about, like the erasing a part of the, yeah, part it's of like, like transporting air. parts of like space time or, or like just yeah. parts of reality out of, out of existence. There oh, you it's, go, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Like into his back. And so it's, it's very cool that, I mean, it's just like good storytelling to like plant the seed of like oh there's debris in his back he's been swiping up this debris to sort of erase the space time around it and momo's just like i know what i have to do it's like i have to get in there and cast the beam and she does in this like awesome thing i like i don't think i included it here but i love how i love how she gets like swiped up and there's like a little there's like flashback panels of um of okaru and everyone being like oh my god like momo oh, no. and then it's like <laughs> Nope, and we get the awesome like explosion of the side, and then yeah, I, it's just like it's so good. It, um, yeah, and he runs through the debris. Yeah, it's, it, it just all works. Uh, go read the chapter. I, I we can only describe action paneling so much. Um, yeah, true, but it, it's it's fucking awesome. Just read it. it. It's great. It's very good. It is not just as good as Danny Dan is it action. It's not just action. It's legitimately one of the best things being published right now, in my opinion. Um, yeah, agree. Like, I don't like me and Bruce are talking about this, but I don't think there was a chapter that is missed. It, like, I, never I misses, yeah. which is super hard to do. Because one of the other things that we talk about pretty often um, that we both really like is Ranger Reject. And Ranger Reject for me, like, misses every two or three weeks, where it's kind of like, yeah, that was kind of a boring or weird chapter, confusing. Um, but Dandy Dan, like, does not miss. This has been easily the most consistent manga, like, of I don't know the past two or three years, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's like bizarre to talk about Dandadan because um, I I think everything it sets out to do, it does it well. Like I mm-hmm. think the romance is even it feels more natural than romance manga. You know, like yeah. I, I like everything this author artist touches, it just works. But yeah, I, I hope it keeps continuing like that. Yeah. But Something it's been else. Like, what a hundred chapters by now. This was chapters. one. This was what a hundred and what did we say? Twelve. Yeah. 113. Yeah. Yeah. One thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the last time we talked about it was chapter one hundred, or maybe like one hundred one or something. Something like that when he went into yeah. telephone pole. Um, yeah. Something else I wanted to to talk about because it is an oft talked about topic is power scaling, and I will say that I again love the way that Yukinobu does does giving his protagonist new powers and powering them up is it is not it doesn't come out of nowhere right we saw okaroon like practice doing the telephone line thing and fail at it and mess it up and then get it right and now he's gotten it right and now he can use it sort of at will um and that's really cool momo and her beam right she had a whole maybe not an arc but she had a whole couple of chapters where she like learned how to do the uh Learned how to do her little moe moe beam. Like, that was a thing. Um, The other two, the hair girl and strongman, whose names, again, I am forgetting because there's so many names in manga to remember. Evil Eye, Gigi, and um, what is the hair girl's name? I don't know. Ira. Ira. Yes. Um, They both had to learn about this, like, or uh, Ira had to learn about, like, spinning as, like, a... This was just, like, such a simple, like oh, in order to get through their shields, you have to, like, spin. And it's like, that's just, like, a cool... Like, the power-ups are not, like, oh, I had this power deep inside me all along and I didn't know about it. It's like, I. It's like they get taught something new, they have to practice and mess up at it, and then they learn how to do it, and then they learn how to excel at it. And that's how the power-ups have been every single time. And it feels... Let me tell you, that feels so much better than any other type of power scaling I have ever seen. Because... I. Yeah, it, it, honestly, like they had a, a whole training arc for um, yeah, for like everyone, like pretty much everyone, everyone went and did some kind of training. Yeah, and uh, what is the main character's name again? The guy, uh, Okarun. Oh, Okarun. Uh, I said it earlier. My brain's just not working. Um, 
but they did a training arc for him and uh he like he is he has the super speed he has the ability to use his body better but he just like had no sense of rhythm to mm-hmm. in, in which to fight and utilize it so he had to learn like a basic human skill in order to use his superpower better right. uh and i thought that's awesome that's like a really cool way to do it you know yeah, that's also like one of my favorite spreads of all time from dana dan where he's fighting like the like the four composers or whatever show up like that's a cool oh yeah one. yeah um that was a cool one but yeah i mean just like like you were saying everything that dan dan sets out to do it does exceptionally well and i think that it also benefits from not really setting out to do i don't want to say it's not doing a lot it is not trying to be complex it is a very simple straightforward story and that is okay because it is very good at it not everything needs to be complex um, and I think a lot of times these these shonen stories or whatever these action things will try to be too complex, and it doesn't it doesn't help you if you do not have the the bones, if you don't have the cornerstone of a solid story and solid storytelling. Being more complex is uh, shines as more obviously bad, right? As opposed to yeah. staying simple and executing simple things really well. Dandadan Dan is a you know what's a very is a I don't calling it a hamburger, you know, calling it something simple like, oh, it's a hamburger or a chicken sandwich, but it's like the best version of that kind of doesn't speak to how actually good it is. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's very simple story. It's just action and people and it's super well executed. I loved it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Great freaking chapter. But yeah, that's all I got on day to day. Cool. What do you got? Uh, let's talk about, there were a couple of new chapter ones that we kind of debated talking about. Um, yeah, let's go with the, let's go with the the quote unquote big one. Um, this is from the author of, what is it? Ray, rave something. Rave master. Rave master, fairy tale, Eden zero. Um, Hiromashima. This is his new series. Third currently in publication, I think. Uh, cause I think Eden zero and fairy tale are still being published. Is that right? Uh, he's not on fairy tale anymore. I don't think he's okay. doing the art on fairy tale. I don't know if he's writing still, but he's not uh, doing the art on fairy tale, thousand year carnival or whatever. Gotcha. Anyways, calls, but, if, uh, you, he, if you if you're not uh, Bruce, familiar, sorry. Go ahead. My question for you is: Have you read any of his previous work before reading this? No, I've seen pictures of it. Um, this is Dead Rock, by the way, by Hiromashima. I have not. I have seen pictures of fairy tale. I've seen pictures of Eden Zero. Um, I did a little bit of research before this came out. This is the way we were talking about simple storytelling. In in the way that Dandadan is like the best burger you've ever had, Hiromashima's stuff feels like feels like a good McDonald's, right? Where it's like, I know what I'm getting. It's consistent. It's kind of the same everywhere you go. All of his stories are just kind of the same generic shonen stuff, but it's it's not bad, right? Like, I guess it's not going to be messed up. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, so let's talk I, specifically I still, about dead rock then. Uh, I, 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 I have, well, uh, let me expand on that because sure. I, I, I've read all of fairy tale and uh, like 30 or 40 chapters of Eden zero. And you're that in McDonald's analogy is pretty accurate. Like you eat it, but you feel like shit afterwards. And when um, it's, and it's, the, I think the more, the key more, what I was trying to say is that, if you're getting McDonald's, it's going to be the same almost everywhere. It's kind of got that mass-produced, copied feel. It, it feels like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that's kind of that's that. kind of who. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good or bad. If you like McDonald's, going to a McDonald's halfway across the country is going to be good. In the same way, if you like In Zero and Fairy Tale, you're probably going to like Rave Master, and you're probably going to like Dead Rock because they're all essentially the same story. So, uh. Rape Master was better, in my opinion. I, I thought it actually had its comedy chops. Fairy Tale felt so generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Rock, I, I liked this chapter I, a lot, actually. I actually did, too. I mean, as much yeah. as it was very much just straightforward, generic shonen, it was, like, not bad. I think in the same way, um, in the same way Dandadan was just, it does simple things, it does them really well. This didn't try to do anything wild or crazy, just did simple things and did them, you know, okay enough, good enough. It wasn't bad. Um, it's fun. Here's our generic spiky-haired protagonist, uh, Yakuto. Who looks like Natsu. Essentially, yeah. the premise here is a bunch of people gather at a school. They take a test in chapter one to see who can 
make it past and they'll be a part of a new uh it's like hogwarts for devil people but not really it, uh, devil people is not the right words like demons demon people kind of people with demon powers i guess they're Anyways, all demons it's, it's yeah or, or like demon influenced kind of power people you'll i think i grabbed a shot of all the sort of protagonists in a bit but essentially they all show up to school there's a bunch of kind of hijinks they all go through this test um like they get dropped in uh they're these very extra this I, for some reason when i save this picture today does this remind you of anything these like ants it, it, it is it does and i can't think it's of what is it chogath i don't know what is it reminding me of it it's not that. It's something. It's else. reminding me of uh, uh, solo leveling. Is what it's reminding me of. But like, oh, bro, more you're right. You're like right. The, this, is, this is the ant from solo leveling. It's almost. Uh, they are kind of this like a cartoony version of the solo leveling ants, right? Which is a, which is a ripoff of the Chimera ants design. But <laughs> yeah, it, that's funny. It's like it, it it does look more like the solo leveling ant. It's a very right. similar like. Uh, like the pincers and the way the eyes are shaped and it's it's like they're cartooned and simplified and shown end up but uh anyways i was just thinking about that when i saved it because because yeah but uh anyways they fight off all these it's like nothing i can describe what happens in the chapter very short a bunch of people show up to school said there's going to be a test they're dropped they have to fight off the ants that's the test all the main characters make it through including the mc and at the end they are gathered in a class together and that's going to be their little hogwarts class thing um and these are the these are the sort of characters who made it through there's like fire girl there's a is this the guy with the sword no the, yeah fenrir's the uh, guy with the sword right and then orochi or orochi is i don't know these two guys are very generic like it's the it's sasuke right there's just two versions of sasuke in the story the the two sasuke's of the group yes right yeah they just they've split sasuke into two people um <laughs> there's like a lich and there's the the god of thunder guy who kind of seems like the the I best friend guy. archetype. He was he was really goofy. He was maybe my favorite part of the whole thing. And this yeah. little uh, this little bird thing that also made it through that we don't see very much. <laughs> I like something I liked about this is that, um, and working on the Fire Force video, which I've actually been doing the last couple of days. Finally, uh, something I mentioned in that that review is that it's just a lot of fun, and that's what I like about it. I think what I liked about Dead Rock was like I got to the end of it and I was just like, yeah. That, I had fun reading that. Like it was just enjoyable. It was just a fun, enjoyable thing. And this is like, there's a weird bird here. This is like a great line <laughs> at the end when you're like introducing characters. So, yeah, I love that. I, I liked how irreverent it was about um, people dying too. It was yeah. like played off as very goofy, uh, which is kind of rare for a shonen because I don't know they they treat like character deaths. Like our protagonist never kills, you know, kind of a thing. Right, right. But the best friend archetype accidentally like murdered people by stepping on them kills like 10 people yeah it's like it's very good death is very goofy which i think is gonna makes it feel more fun yeah uh, for sure but then the big so the, the part that i actually did like about it was kind of this little twist at the end i mean it's just chapter one right so it's really more mm-hmm. of an introduction of the things but oh instead of you know oh you're all gonna you know go to school and try to be you know inherit the earth or whatever you know win the school whatever thing um the main character like smashes his teacher's face and is just like i'm here to kill god <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah and i'm not so gonna stay on that page for too long I, it was just it's so funny it's like imagine hogwarts but the second harry potter like steps into gryffindor and she's like by the way i'm here to kill dumbledore like that's <laughs> and everyone'd be like what the hell um i i i think like leaving the first chapter and understanding that the main character's motivation is to kill god is uh, it's just very funny <laughs> it is <laughs> it's goofy and it's, it's a good, um, I, I talk a lot about, because there's a lot of chapter ones we go over, especially the last couple of weeks, underst- like leaving chapter one, understanding what a character wants and what the, is, what the story is going to be talking, going to be telling you about, right, is good. And I like the way this one was introduced because we don't really know, um, we don't really know what this, this MC is like doing here at all. We kind of don't know what his power is until like two thirds of the way into the story. And it's like, oh, he has dragon powers. Cool. Um. We meet all other characters, and I was fully assuming at the end, like, okay, we've met everybody. It'll be standard school stuff. But I, I mean, personally, I loved the mix-up at the end where he's like, "Nope, I am here to kill God, and you're all gonna help me." Um, I, otherwise, this would have just been like another Irama Demon Academy, kind right? Of bit, you know, like, or, or uh, literally, literally, it's Harry Potter, or was it Blue Blue Devil Blue? 
Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about? There's one that's Blue literally Exorcist, like Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Yeah, where it's literally it's the exact same premise except Blue Exorcist plays it straight, and it's just they go to school to learn how to kill demons or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, I the little twist at the end raised this a full point or two for me. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to keep up with it, but I'll read chapter two and three and see if it, you know, if it stays being fun and funny, uh, why not? Who knows? Could be good. Uh, you know, and that, that was what fairy tale was when it started. It, it was like really fun. I, I and I, I still think like the beginning of fairy tale is fun, but yeah, let's see. Let's see how, uh, Mashima continues. Right. Like, I don't know if this is going to get like two in the weeds or overly serious and power of friendshipy like, fairy tale that um I, th- I think uh mashima is at his best when he plays it fast and loose yeah and this is also a monthly series so uh you can see that it says next you know to be continued in the september issue so uh i yeah. don't know if his series are normally weekly or monthly or what but i don't know i mean the, the dude is a machine like he's yeah. doing uh, he, he was doing eden zero and fairy tale at the same time <laughs> now he's doing this and eden zero at the same time uh, and he's I'm successful. These are not, yeah. I mean, yeah. he doesn't. He's not writing three flops at the same time. He's writing two very, you know, decently popular things. And uh, I also think it's important. I, we talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Um, I do think it's important for authors to continue to create what I will call baby's first shonen. Right? Um, not everyone is going to go back and read Bleach or uh, Dragon Ball or Hunter Hunter, or uh, Naruto, right? Those are all sort of, maybe not Hunter Hunter, but most of those are sort of, they're very... They're old. They're babies for a shonen, right? They are a shonen that is the first or second thing that you read, and you love it when you're 14, and people do still have to write books for that age range. You know, I have to write manga for people who have not read manga before, right? Or there's you some, there's some Japanese kids... putting Hunter x Hunter in that list. Yeah, I, I, I've not consumed any of those in, in much detail. So just saying that there's a lot of like, I mean, Dragon Ball, right, is, is a big one of like, yeah, is Dragon Ball one. the best written thing? Like, no, not really. It it has really good drawing. It has really good. Toriyama is a great artist, a great panelist, a great action guy. But it's also like, you it's know, fun. the writing's whatever, but it's fun. And when you're 12, it's awesome, right? Like, it's the same thing, I think, with all of these, right? It's like, yeah, when you're young and it's the first one you've read, it's awesome. It's it. Harry Potter is the same kind of thing, right? Baby's first fantasy. Um, when you're 13 I, I, or 14, I think Harry Potter's what got me into anime. You know, like I, yeah, uh, and you're not alone uh, in that. Yeah, the big three is essentially. I mean, the big three is responsible for the majority of people our age getting into anime. Yeah, no doubt. Like, I I, I did watch like Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho and all that stuff in, on Toonami when I was a kid, but I didn't really understand the difference between anime and cartoons uh until i watched naruto and ran out of episodes and i found out there were a bunch online (laughs) but yeah Yeah. you're right the big three is like an for our generation was like an introduction to the medium in general i wonder what today's introduction is like what would uh what would i mean it's demon slayer it's my hero i i think my hero is a is a very is very much a baby's first anime type thing that would have been that show would have been so sick when I was a kid. Yeah, for like, real. No, if I was if I was thirteen in My Hero Academia, I would absolutely be drawing OC original characters. I'm going to UA. Like we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Like, yes, that was big. right. Um, for sure. I Demon Slayer. I think is probably another one. That's another one where it's like I have Jujutsu Kaisen. These are things that I think are good anime adaptations of stories that are just not. They're just not for me. They're not that well written. They are not. They do some things wrong, um, but when you haven't consumed a whole lot of a whole lot of media, a whole lot of stories like we have, you don't care. Um, I've read like I loved like Digimon, right? Like Digimon was the sort of quote unquote anime that I really liked back in the day. If I go back and watch it, it's it's not it's probably not good, like you know. But I loved it. I was convinced it was great. Uh, best Isekai ever. So I, I do think that I look upon the things that introduce me to other things fondly uh either way like i think if i went back and read through naruto i'd have a good time whereas i think someone who has watched like someone who's uh read through demon slayer and my hero academia will read through naruto and maybe not like it as much because for sure uh 
because I think new manga have iterated on the old. So the old will probably seem cliche at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're talking about is a phenomenon that we see time and time again. When Harry Potter came out, all the big, my my aunt was telling me she's a big fantasy. You know, she's 60s, late, late 50s, early 60s now. Um, being into fantasy all her life, right? So started, you know, in in the late 60s reading fantasy and stuff. And she remembers, she was talking to me, I was talking to her about it a year or two ago. Um, when Harry Potter came out, she read it and she was just like, oh yeah, like this has been done before. Uh, but something about it hit at the right time, hit with the right people. Uh, yeah. It was just one of those things we hadn't seen in our lifetime. It happened to, happened to be good. So yeah, I do think um, modern youngins have more access to to anime than we did so they have more choices but i do think that good the whatever the the latest greatest shonen whatever mop is adapting right now is probably what's getting people into anime right jujutsu kaisen uh my hero academia maybe even attack on titan was probably responsible i think Titan was huge when it first came out oh so. for sure whatever ufotable or however you say it what's out ufotable too, yeah because they're so fucking good yeah. yeah, Demon Slayer, I think, is a big one. I think, what was the um, Jigo, Jigo Koraku, which came oh, out? Oh, Hell's Paradise? Hell's Paradise, which came out this last season. I think a lot. I don't necessarily think that'll be an introduction because that one's a little weirder, but people liked it. Oh, so. that one's dark. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, have you read that manga? I read, I read about 10 chapters of it and thought it was okay. And then I think I got, that was like right before I started reading all of Urasawa's stuff. So. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I remember not. I remember not disliking it. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. Was curious about it. Cool. Uh, anything else? Anything else on manga here? On Dead Rock? On Chainsaw Man? On Dan to Dan? Nah, I'm good. Cool. Uh, there's just a little bit of news. We'll go over here. The Shonen Jump Plus app has officially launched something called World Maker, which is a platform for users to create animation, manga, movies, and commercials through pre-made assets. This, I watched a little trailer for this. Um, this is pretty cool. I like this. This is essentially like uh, like Mario Maker for like anime and manga, which I think is cool, right? Yeah, I that is cool. I... I'd have to see how it works because I don't, I don't even know what that means. You know, like there's so much yeah. that goes into it. I mean, there's there's a little uh, there's a little trailer they released. I think it's only in Japan right now. I'd have to double check, um, but I think it's cool because I think that it teaches things that I value really highly, which is like the fundamentals of what does your page layout look like, what shape are your panels, what's you know the panel flow, the characters, you know, how is your is character it like framed a in the panel. Is it like a tutorial teaching app or is it like, uh, no, it's here like are the f- assets, do what you want with them. Right. It's like, it's sort of like a, here are all the assets, you know, and we'll give you a blank page and you can, you know, scroll through 20 different shapes of panels and put them on there and drag and drop your characters or pose them or whatever. So it's very much kind of like a, like a toy box, uh, That's cool. like a toy box built in a, I was looking mainly at the manga part, right. But, um, like, Hey, here's a bunch of, you know, Character assets that you can pose and panel shapes and go just like make your own, make your own manga with this. And I think that's good because hopefully that, I think the most really successful manga are pretty good at, uh, at paneling and page layouts and all that things. There's not a whole lot of people who are just really bad at it that are, that are famous, but you do occasionally see people who don't understand, uh, why, you know, why a panel's laid out the way it is or what, you know, just have really boring layouts. Um, and then someone like, uh, you know, someone like Urasawa is just like a master of it. So I think it's cool to start with that sort of give people the tools to learn the very basics without complicating, without introducing something complicated like drawing art and do I need to understand shadows and, you know, how am I drawing my character inside the panel? It's like, no, just drag and drop a character that's already there inside a panel, figure out how paneling, how page layout works, how panel flow um, that's a really good point. Yeah, uh, and I and I think those are really one step at a time, right? So right, right, yeah, yeah. And, so and I think starting with one one thing, and then uh, you can develop your your own art style and all that stuff later. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I think this is I think for comic creators, this is oftentimes a better place to start than with drawing art, which is where I would say the majority, probably ninety nine percent of of manga comic 
uh, comic artists especially come from, right? They just they just draw stuff. You draw stuff and you go, oh, maybe I want to draw comics. Or, you know, if you're interested in manga, you draw and you draw manga, but you are not really focused on, oh, what's a cooler, you know, panel shape I can do here, right? Like, and but, right. but then you get something like, uh, like Witch Hat Atelier, where it's like, okay, the panels here are unbelievably cool and interesting and good. And, you know, clearly, uh, uh, what's the author's name? Uh, the author of, of Witch Hat Atelier, I can't remember their name, uh, Shirahama? Shirahama. Um, she clearly understands paneling better than, like, almost anyone. Like, maybe any other person in working in manga or comics, she is the best panelist. Uh, and she, But even when she's not doing creative stuff, her paneling is still good. Her page layouts are still excellent. So, anyways, all, all that to say, I think this app is cool. I think it's neat. Um, I hope that there's a version that we can play around with. I'd love to play around with and see what they uh, see what they let you do with this. So, Yeah, we'll have to see if it's successful in Japan. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if it's, like, useful honestly yeah uh what else we got an announcement that there are potentially more battle angel alita movies in the work this is a james cameron i think produced the first one i don't remember if he directed or not he might have um i have not seen it i have also not seen it i'm interested i read a little bit of battle angel alita a couple of months ago um it's pretty old i want to say it's late 80s maybe early 80s um it was it was okay it was interesting um, it's actually not Battle Angel Alita is like a completely new name applied to it. The Japanese name is called Gunnam, like G U N M. Okay, I'm glad they changed it to Battle Angel Alita because that's. It's a very strange name in Japanese. That's like, looks, yeah. It's also hard to say vocally, Gunnam. But, anyways. Uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, maybe they'll fix the eyes. There's, there's a tweet about a Chainsaw Man stage play that looks about as awful as you can imagine it to to look i don't i'm i don't know live action anime can't do it stop trying for it yeah it's just not it is not my thing i i'm sure it has it will get an audience and it has an audience but uh i don't know i feel like it defeats the purpose yeah uh good news to end the little news segment here Eurocamp season three announced with a different studio but more Eurocamp, which is a great anime i think you and i both really like I also like the soundtrack so much from yeah. both seasons of Eurocamp. So comfy. I think I have both OPs and maybe one of the endings on my shuffle that comes up every once in a while. So yeah, that's the, great. the first OP is jamming. It's such a it's like Jackson Five good, yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That's it for the news. So what else are we doing? What else are you doing uh, this week, Adam? Uh, I'm not doing it this week, but Baldur's Gate Three is coming out next month on the third, I believe. Uh, I'm so psyched for this. I I don't know how many gamers we got here, but uh, I played Divinity Original Sin 2, and I felt like that was the closest uh, we have gotten to like a tabletop game like D&D in video game form. This, yeah. And I think Baldur's Gate looks even more like D&D from what I've seen from it. uh, Yeah, according to the developers, it's like this is the closest... I, I, anyone has ever gotten to D&D. Uh, and I believe it. Did uh, you it, looks, see, it looks great. Did you see the bear sex thing? Uh, yeah, I heard about <laughs> it, but no, I, didn't, I didn't. Did they have like a scene of the bear sex? Yeah, no. Like, I mean, they didn't like, it's very like a, like a Mass Effect sex scene where it's like, uh, it shows it and cuts away. But no, but it's this dude in the front with the white hair, which is what reminded me of it. He like, he, he fucks a bear and they showed that on the oh. stream. Showing off the uh, we're not just talking about random bear sex for context. Um, it's a druid the shapeshift. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, a shapeshift uh, druid, but it's a bear. In D- yeah, in D&D, druids can shapeshift. And uh, there is like a Mass Effect style sex scene with a shapeshifted druid. Uh, that That's wild. <laughs> it's really funny. I just go look it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't even like, like oh, oh, cool, I guess. Like, uh, I wonder what the animators thought of <laughs> making that scene. I think they were like, well, <laughs> would would your DM let you do this in D&D? Potentially. Yeah. I guess we will have to let our players do it. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, the bear sex clip is probably better publicity than any of the like detailed mechanic stuff that they released because that's a viral video. That's instantly viral. I saw that everywhere. Even though I wasn't really following anything Baldur's Gate, uh, it showed up. And I saw people right. reacting to it. So smart, <laughs> smart by Yeah, them. no, that's, no that, 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 that is like, 
absolutely viral bait because I, I don't know how, how can you not talk about that that's that's great exactly. I mean I had to, I had to bring it up here so yeah cool uh, I am a little over halfway through Billy Bat which is by Naoki Urasawa I am doing my read through of everything this man's ever written because he is maybe my favorite author of all time now um, Billy Bat is fucking insane and it's so interesting. I can't. I don't even know how to describe it. God is a bat, but there's two. But the devil is also a bat, and he talks to people. And the main character is a manga artist, which is kind of self-inserty in a way. I feel like from now Kurosawa, but yeah, it's it's historical in a very interesting way. Like some of the most important. There's some flashbacks in Billy Bat, right? This is. I am not trolling you when I'm about to say some names. Some of the important people here are like. Uh, Jesus Christ shows up and is important to the story. Jesus Christ, because because God is a bat, maybe. Maybe not. We don't really know. Uh, Albert Einstein shows up in this. Uh, John F. Kennedy is a very important part. The Kennedy assassination is an entire arc in Billy Bat. So it's wild stuff like that. Uh, there's also a big um, a big assassination thing at the, at the intro in Japan that I think was like a real-life thing where they like killed a train executive or something that allowed them to like expand trains i I don't i don't the exact context of it because i'm not japanese and i I haven't looked at the details of it but yeah it's man i as much as i would love to see now kurosawa's stuff adapted into live action i think everything he does would be a very easy live action adaptation monster uh 20th century boys pluto eh, pluto maybe a little bit harder (laughs) billy bat is the thing i most want to see because billy bat is like uh, uh what's that what's that Live action slash animated crossover movie with the rabbit. Uh, who framed who, Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? I want you to imagine like an HBO series where it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but the animated part is this like bat character from the 40s that is very kind of like, eh, like, so you're a tough guy, eh? Like that kind of bat. And th- that character is God, and that character like pops out of the page and walls and talks to characters and is immensely powerful and influences the future and the past. It would be the, it would be the weirdest thing. I feel like everybody would watch it. Like uh, one season of Billy bat on HBO would sell, would be awesome. It, it would be so cool. I just, this is like, this is my new dream for like, this is what I want to see on live action television is I want to see Billy bat. I want it to be done kind of in the style of, um, uh, who framed Roger rabbit with the sort of animated live action crossover, because that's kind of what, Whenever you're reading it on the page, right, the human characters are drawn in, in the Nakurasawa way, which is like a little bit anime, but they're pretty realistic. And then Billy Bat is, Billy Bat looks like he does on this front page here. He is like a cartoony cartoon. And he is, I don't know. This is, this is, I think, so far my favorite of Urasawa's work at the beginning. I think it just is a little bit weirder and wilder and a bit more gripping at the start. Uh, it is definitely still a slow burn, but it is not without, like I said, the Kennedy assassination is a whole arc that I have already gotten through and completed. So uh, I don't know it, how you can make something like this a slow burn. This one feels like less. This is much faster, in my opinion, than the other uh, his other series, because I've read about 80 chapters of it, which was 80 chapters would have been about a quarter of 20th Century Boys. And it's about the same length as Monster. Um, at this point, in Monster, I was kind of like. Yeah, it's slow. It's slow going. It was a little bit after this that I think Monster picked up. And Billy Bat, I'm I'm all in. It's going. It's can't wait okay, to get back good. to Jesus Christ. Can't wait to see what Albert Einstein's up to. Can't wait to see what uh who's the ancient there's like a fifteenth century Japanese guy who's also very famous. Anyways, I Nobunaga? Yes. Nobunaga. He's his character isn't in it, but his like his army movements and some of his underlings are in it. Uh it's like a historical fantasy it's like an alt history fantasy who framed roger rabbit it's it's very um it's bizarre what i'm trying to think wouldn't i be surprised to see reagan or nixon maybe show up in it at some point like that's i'm trying to think of we're about to be i think we're about to be in the 1980s it started in like late like 45 or 48 or something and it goes through the 60s and I think we just we just time skipped where I was to the eighties. Um, I think we're probably going to get maybe like the Challenger explosion, something like that. Like it's insane. 
It's weird. It's insane. I don't know how to describe it. I love it so far. This might, I think this might end up being my favorite Urasawa work so far because it's just like, it's so wild and insane. It's great. We we, we have to put a, a, a say, say the line Bart clip um, every time you say this is your favorite Urasawa work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, say the I line Bart. It's <laughs> my favorite. 20th Century Blues is, is not my favorite so far, but yeah, this is, while I'm in the middle of reading it, this is my favorite. Uh, we'll see if it stays there when I'm done because the endings to his stories are always crazy, but yeah, loving it so far. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, I think that's about it for our podcast. So thank you so much for listening or watching. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channels, white, gray, black and WGB weekly Michael podcast. That's this channel. Um, if you want to listen to us audio only, we are on most of the major podcast providers. If you enjoy the podcast and want to support us, like and subscribe. It is that easy. I called for it earlier. Drop us a comment if you want to talk about things. Um, if you really feel like supporting us and you want us to keep doing this, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash WGBmanga. Uh, you can hear some bonus episodes for, I think, just a dollar. You can give us a dollar a month and, hey, bonus episodes. Uh, check me out on Twitter at WGBmanga. Uh, yeah, and that's it. As always, thank you so much for being with us. See you later. Always come back next week. And don't forget, to read more manga.